Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 64 of the Holding Court podcast. Today, we're recapping our sports-filled adventures on vacation. We'll share a story about the first time Justin invited me to go golfing with him, and we'll chat about the Super Bowl and the Hollywood Signs' recent makeover. All coming up right now on Holding Court. Hi there. Hello. <laughs> that was a kind hello. I know. Do you feel a little more rested and relaxed since the golf tournament? No. That's a bad question. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. <laughs> That's probably true. So the last episode we were talking about kind of just winding down from the golf tournament and obviously super grateful for it. It was a huge success, but there is always the loose ends at the end and getting auction items to people and figuring everything out and following up with people. And I don't know, we were able to get away for a couple of days to Cabo, Yes, but I... I don't know about you. I feel like you're probably better at this than me, but I have a really hard time just closing something off and leaving. And so I think all of the stuff I had to do that I wasn't able to get done before we left for Mexico, I was staring at my notebook. Yes, all my notes are handwritten for the golf tournament. I was staring at that and then I was staring at my laptop and just thinking, do I bring this? And I decided to not bring it. But I still felt obligated when I was there to respond to people. And I felt <laughs> I was almost at a point where I wanted to put an out of office reply on my foundation email. But I feel like that's probably not <laughs> a good idea. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. It goes back to that feeling like it's not my career, or my job, where I feel like if someone has their job and they have an out of office. And we actually it was funny when we were emailing some people leading up to the golf tournament, they had an out of office for Monday and they would say, I may not respond to this. I have a client event on Monday. And I was yeah. like, oh, you're coming to our <laughs> golf it was, tournament. It was cool to see an email out of office reply because of our event. That yeah. Was cool. So I thought about putting on an out of office reply. I decided against it, but I just have such a hard time separating times when I'm supposed to relax. And I feel like even if I'm in, I don't know, the bath or a massage, I'm still thinking about things that I have to do. And I have a really, really, really tough time completely shutting off and not just taking things day by day. And I've heard people say that I have to, but I've heard people say to try to take life in 12 hour segments. And I don't know if that's a way to look at it, but just think of, okay, what do I have to do for this 12 hour day? What do I need to get done? And not because I start to snowball and get ahead of myself. And you know that I do this, but I'll think, oh, I have to do this. And oh my gosh, I also have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. And you're always like one step at a time, one day at a time. And so I guess that's similar to the taking life 12 hours at a time. But I think it's just so easy to get wrapped up and caught up in thinking of all of the things you have to do that it's just super overwhelming for me. So it was really, really nice to go to Mexico and relax. And I did. And I did relax, but I have to actively make myself relax. Does not come easy, but I don't know. I think moving forward, trying to keep that mentality of just taking everything day by day and not, I don't know, letting myself get too caught up in all the stress of everything. I still don't know what the right approach is when you go on vacation because I feel like 
if you completely shut down and you don't respond to anyone when you come back, then you're just back to being overloaded. Yeah. But you need the time to like mentally check out and get away. So I, I don't really know how to go about it. And you see those people all the time on vacation and they're on We saw phone someone calls, that was business at calls, the golf air, tournament. Yeah. When we were walking to the gym in the morning, someone that was at our golf tournament was already wide awake and making business calls. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I mean, that was a golf tournament, but I'm talking about like on vacation when you see people like doing business and, and stuff. Like, I think you're checking off some items like, and so you don't get backed up when you get back. But at the same time, like, are you enjoying vacation? Like, where's the, where do you draw the line? You know yeah. what I mean? I think for me, I've talked about having office hours for the foundation because obviously I'm not working with a traditional job where I need to go in nine to five every day and do X, Y, and Z. I'm kind of creating what I'm doing for work. So I think that that could be true on vacation or even when I go on the road with you and making sure that I'm getting what I need done. So maybe having that office hour where you maybe get coffee and get breakfast and then you just set an hour to respond to emails, but then is that allowing myself to be so caught up in this digital world where everything is so on demand? And if you don't respond to emails now, you get another email the next day, you know, following up on this. And so I, I just know that things for me, even text messages are like nagging at me where I'm thinking, oh gosh, I need to respond to that person. Or if I'm posting and then I haven't responded to an email, someone's going to think I'm ignoring their email or, but I'm just, I'm normally thoughtful with my responses in email. I don't love to do the informal just to check the box. So I like to sit down and make sure I'm writing a good, solid professional email that's answering all of their questions. So I don't know. Well, I think it's funny that like even today, um, it's Saturday, by the way. Um, I was like, oh, I got to make a couple phone calls and reach out to a couple people. And then you sent me a reminder. You're like, hey, just remember it's Saturday. <laughs> like, so it's funny to me that, you know, we set boundaries on ourselves or we try to, we try our best, even though I still made the phone call, um, about reaching out to other people, but then we feel such a guilt about not setting our own boundaries when it comes to when to be on and when to be off. Yeah, I know that's tough because I definitely get emails on the weekends and I feel an obligation to respond to them. So I don't know, hopefully we continue that shift of people being more understanding about delayed responses and deadlines and needing to immediately respond to texts. And obviously there are certain things that are time sensitive, but I think a good majority of things can wait. And I think it's on both sides, someone writing me the email and then me being okay with responding when appropriate to that email. The hardest thing for me, and I don't want to like this to sound weird is like our schedule is so effed right like mm -hmm. my work hours are a lot later than most people's work hours so like when I'm up or when I'm doing available to do stuff especially during the season um isn't always you know work hours for everyone else and then also like I hardly ever know what day it is <laughs> just because I feel like every day is like the same over and over and over again so like 
Sometimes I just forget. Like Without when a you day were like, game or Friday night fireworks or whatever, we don't really have our bearings right now. Yeah, like <laughs> when you were like, hey, don't forget, I was. it's Saturday. And I was like, <laughs> oh, crap. Yeah, today's Saturday. Yeah. Um, so like sometimes I just forget the day and I'm like, Ugh. so. I yeah, that's fair. But it was nice to check out. And I do want to talk about our Cavo trip because I'm sure if people are following you on social media, they had a really enjoyable time seeing you do like the I think my friend called it like the Disneyland of sports down in in Cabo well I posted some golf swings I posted a field goal and I posted my nice little jumper after the ice shot oh yeah so I kind of covered it all what else did we do we threw the we threw the football in the pool for a while we played pickleball we played pickleball yeah. Well, let's, I, let's back up. So let's go. Okay. So we just had our golf tournament and you know that I was itching to golf. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause and I, I don't allow you to play. No, the, <laughs> Justin, turn, the tournament would not happen so at all. If I don't allow Justin to become a member of a country club in LA. I think it's silly. You don't allow me. I don't. Okay. No, you can if you want, but I <laughs> <laughs> strongly okay. suggest that you don't because I think right now you get invited to golf and I say you ride the wave and enjoy golfing at different country clubs with different people. And I know you don't like it because then you have to be on their schedule, but you don't really have that much time to golf anyway. So when you do and you get invited and it works out, that's wonderful. So I don't get to golf unless I'm going to a public course. I'm going to top golf. We don't really golf a lot. I think the last time we golfed together was in Kiowa Island in 2019 for the All-Star break. It was very hot and very humid, <laughs> sticky. And, but we, I made it through 18. You didn't think I could make it through 18, not because I don't have the athletic ability and the stamina, but I don't do well in the sun and the heat. But I did it and I did pretty decent. And no, so, you played well. You played really well. And so we went down to Cabo and we had a chance to play 18, sneak in 18. You always say that. You're like, I'm going to try to sneak in nine. It's like, okay. And then I was able to confirm for myself how long a round of golf takes. And Justin, how long did our round of golf take? What time did we finish? I think it was. 5.30? I think it was three, maybe three and a half hours. Three and a half. I think it was three and a half. But it was just the two of us, and there was no one in front of us. We never had to wait, so we were cruising. Mm-hmm. Seriously. No, I know. I'm. I. I think that a round of golf with four people with a possible line should take five hours. But I don't like the eight hours is where I'm a little concerned about it. <laughs> but yeah. anyways. Anyways, we flew through. We played fast. Um, we played good. We had fun. I spent some time in the sand. Like David Hasselhoff. But do you want to tell the tales? The two tales? So I... <laughs> Your two chips? My two chips. My little chocolate well, First chips. of all, let me say that you made a couple of natural pars, which is very impressive. Thank you. Um, I said I'm not great at anything, but I'm good at everything. <laughs> <laughs> but you did have two insane chips. I think it was back-to-back holes, the eighth hole... Um. You were, it was an elevated green and you were below 
Yeah, below green, sea level. Below the green side bunker. So mm-hmm. she had to chip over the uphill over the bunker. And then there was a backstop on the back of the green. So if you don't know what that means, that means it's like a, a slope. So like if you hit it up the back of the green, the ball will roll back down onto the green. I'm getting so excited listening to you talk about it. So Court <laughs> pulls out the 60 degree and li- flaps one over, over the bunker. And where we were standing, you couldn't, or where she was standing, you couldn't like see the green at all. And I was about halfway up. So she flops it over. And it rolls up the hill, and I see it starting to roll back down. And I'm like, court, like, run up. Like, it's coming back. <laughs> and so she runs up to the green, and this ball <laughs> literally trickles down off the hill, off the backstop, down, and dunked it in the cup. And I was like, holy crap. Like, that was yep. unbelievable. And you missed it. And, well, I didn't watch it go in because I was walking down to my ball, but I was like, court, you, want, you might want to go watch this. Like, it's coming back down the hill. Yeah. And she ran back. She ran up, and sure enough, Boom, it dropped in. So then we get to the ninth hole. Okay, don't, like, let me, I have a shit-eating grin on my face right now, because it was, I was so excited. Okay, let me, you can talk <laughs> about the shot. Go. No, I don't want Tell your version. I don't know, that's, it was perfect. And like, I know, I don't think anyone saw it but me. Even our caddy was still going around, no, probably think, trying to find your ball somewhere in the rough, but <laughs> no one saw it. No, that was the whole, remember I drove over the green and he was looking for my ball, I couldn't find it. Oh, yeah. But... Um, no, it was. So that was really cool. Spectacular. I wish I had a, a TikTok video of it, but so I then, just had to live in the moment. So then the ninth hole, it's a par three. My favorite. And off the tee box, court goes short left, like in the second cut of the rough. And so she, once again, she pulls out her handy little 60 degree. Love that club. Didn't really know what it was until <laughs> this day. There was no backstop this time. Nope. But there was no backstop needed this time. <laughs> well, not really. It might, well, yeah. So she gets in, gets over the ball, bloop, like pops it up nice and clean. One hop on the green, second hop rattles in the cup, not like hit the pin. Like the ball went in the cup yeah. and rattled around in the cup and then popped out like an inch. Oh, it was like the two most insane back-to-back chips I think I've ever seen. Yeah, it was really cool. I'm <laughs> and Carlos saw that one. He was going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited. And I haven't, I really haven't golfed. And I think those are the ones that, I don't know, it's just a fluke maybe. But I start, my mind starts to go and I think, did I miss my chance at being so you <laughs> so Justin's natural response is I want to get you lessons because I think you could be really good and my thing is I just want to always be able to hold my own if I go golfing with people I want to know I know you have your caddy but I want to be able to know what club I want to use I want to be able to know all of that and I don't I don't know I just want to be confident in my golf game and so you think I want to get you lessons and I before you can even say that, just think, I think I could be in the LPGA tour. <laughs> and I'm not joking. She gets mad that I laugh, but. I know, but I'm sure people laughed at you when you said you wanted to play Major League Baseball, even though it was your life's work since you when were I little. Was f- when I was four? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just think, why not? And maybe, I'm not saying it can't happen. So I'm just, maybe my golf lessons will be my one of my 
try something new every month in 2022. Ooh, that kind of had a little... Try something new in 2022. Yeah. So I hope other people are doing that. You still have time. And maybe just do two new things in February and you can count it for January, February. But definitely catch up. I don't know. I just get excited. And then you asked me if I could play golf every day. And I said probably three or four times a week. I don't know. It just depends. If I start to get good at it, but I'm not satisfied, which I think golf, like it's just, if I don't know, it's just all downhill from when you start golfing, you're never going to perfect it. And even the pros of the pros still mess things up. Let me give you a little insight about court. Don't talk about the first few holes. I'm not. I'm going to talk about your mentality in golf. She is a, She's really good. I mean, she sh- hits the ball well, um, hits the driver well. She, you know, picks the ball clean. But anyone who's ever played golf before knows how difficult of a game it is. No matter how much you play, like, you're going to hit bad shots. Even watching the Genesis Open today, you see guys, like, chunk balls and make bad shots. <laughs> Those guys who are professionals and play every day have every right to be pissed off and frustrated. But... I don't feel as someone who played her maybe eighth round of her life <laughs> should be upset if she mishits a ball and she was getting so pissed. And I'm like, you you can't be mad. It's way too hard. You've never had lessons. It's your eighth round. You can't get mad. And then she hits the good shots and she's like, I can be on the LPGA. And I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. Like you wanted to like slam a club like three shots ago. No, I so always, I control myself, but I support your dreams for the LPGA. I just want to <laughs> make sure you have realistic expectations in the process of that. It's a roller coaster ride doing anything with me. <laughs> yes. You're the, you're, uh, you over celebrate wins and you, I'm a sore loser. Very, very sore loser. <laughs> I'm a sore, sore loser. But my putting, you hate losing. But my putting, don't skip over that. No, you were you were, you were really good on the with the flat stick. I think it's from playing PlayStation Tiger Woods Golf for so long that I know this really probably sounds silly because usually video games don't translate into real life. But that little, if anyone played it, it would be that little bar and it would just go up and down at a pace, and you would have to decide how hard you were going to hit the ball, whether you were in the rough or the sand or you were putting. And I think it really helped me gauge kind of the distance and my feel for how hard I, cause I actually, when I'm putting, I'm drawing my club back and I'm seeing that tiger woods gauge from the video game. And I'm going <laughs> to like, and I'm seeing it going. It's like a little, it's like the game of pong back in the day and I'm seeing it. And then I'm like, that's it. That's it. That's the secret, huh? I mean, you can't deny my feel when I'm putting. Like, I just have a feel. You were, you were good. I'm not going to deny that. I need to hang on to this confidence I have from my trick shots and my putting for when I start lessons and I am absolute dog shit and then I come home <laughs> angry <laughs> at myself. Well, I think one thing that really helps you is we do go to Top Golf a lot. And so you have... I think that can help you and hurt you, though, in no. a way. Yeah. No, I think in like for you who have only played eight rounds of golf in your whole life, I think yeah, top majority golf of really my helps golf. you because it's just about like consistency and ball striking and over and over again. So um, even in you know 
playing. It's like, oh, like think of this as, you know, the red pin, the close one. You just want to chip it nice and easy on the green. Yeah. Or like, hey, it's the yellow one. So it's not quite a full swing. Yeah. It helped me learn my you clubs know I mean? and like the type of swing. Distance control. And I love hitting my driver. I love when the ball's teed up. That's my absolute favorite. <laughs> but I was having fun with di- I, with different clubs. And I think that's where Top Golf helps you. Yeah. But you can't do the big like I call it hit into the earth I'll be like am I supposed <laughs> that's to my <laughs> favorite thing she says she grabs an iron and she's like am I supposed to hit into the earth with this one Well, because sometimes you're <laughs> just supposed to hit it like clean and then other times you're like no like really hit it like hit the ground and so I'm like and I'll yell back to you or like wherever you're at and I'll be like am I hitting in the earth like <laughs> and you want like I don't know I just feel I don't want to destroy the landscaping in these beautiful courses so well that's when you when you hit in the earth and you take that little chunk tail of grass out you're supposed oh, it's to not a chunk you're supposed to pick it up and put it back in and then you put the sand on it little yeah. grass seed little miracle grow yeah yeah there's etiquette on the course i know i'm gonna learn all that in my lessons but you know what i just thought about which is kind of funny What's when that? you and i were first dating you oh shit you're not in trouble oh. when you and i were first. this is the thing you don't invite me to golf anymore unless it's just you and i on vacation but you actually gave me the ultimate invite when we were first dating to play in a golf tournament with you. I did. I was the number four in your foursome in a golf tournament. Oh, yes. So this was like the first year we were dating. (laughs) And so I think you roped me in. Wait a minute. Dating. And it's all coming back. (laughs) made me think that I was going to be in your foursome forever. And now I'm not. Hold on. Before we talk about this. <laughs> well, before we and talk honestly, about this, if you think about the scenario of this golf tournament, I'm surprised I didn't get invited back every time you're golfing and all your friends didn't invite me back. Right. <laughs> not, that okay. sounds terrible. Before we get into that, like, again, <laughs> let me remind you, like, when I get invited to play golf, I get invited. They don't I know. say bring a plus one. And if you want to come out and play more often, which I would love to go out and play with you more often, like it's fine. I'm not the tag along wife that needs to like come out to like your guy stuff. I'm just fucking with. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's I didn't finish really, the word, but I have to change the rating on our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Do not give me an explicit. <laughs> I think I'm allowed one or two. Okay. But. Got That's it. true. I'm fine Anyways. with it. I just like to give you shit because I honestly think if you invited me, I might start getting the invites and they'd be like, you can stay home. Court can go. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, let's, let's talk about this. <laughs> yeah. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> Thinking about this story. I, I, I think I forgot about this. Honestly. I didn't forget about it. Oh my goodness. Um, okay. So you invite me. Do can you, you set remember? Up the, can you set up the story? Yeah, so you invite me to play in your buddy's charity golf tournament. Yep. And I don't even remember who was in our foursome. I mean, I do, but it was so long ago. It was crap. It was like someone that was like maybe in the White Sox organization. Sergio Santos. And who was the other one? Was it Jordan? I don't remember. This was so, this was 10 years Jordan ago. Jordan Young. Sergio Santos? I think it was Jordan DeYoung and Sergio Santos. Yeah, so we were playing. I think I brought my clubs. You did. Did you get me clubs, mm-hmm. like, right before this, maybe? I think so, yeah. Okay, 
so I'm the only person that had clubs that had like never golfed before, but I had clubs and you invited me and I'm sure the guys were like, oh gosh, like this girl's in our foursome, we're not going to win. <laughs> but I don't even remember, was it like, what was the format of it? Was it a scramble? A shamble? I don't even remember the format. I think it probably was a scramble, which is like good. I think we use your drive a lot or some of the times because you're times. always like, I hit it straight. straight. I don't hit it yeah. long, but I hit it straight. So I being me, I, <laughs> I'm going to go forward, I think, and then we'll back it up. The people are like on the edge of their seats. Right I know. They, they are really so excited. The <laughs> <laughs> so the tournament ends and I think you had actually won the long drive or closest know. to the pin. Closest you the won pin, some sort of a contest or some sort of a raffle. So we're coming off the course and everyone is congratulating you and high-fiving you. Yeah. And they're like, oh, man, like you're the over, man. Like, overly. Like, like, you're the man doing, like, the high-five, like, hug. Like, like I shot, shit. Like, like, I shot 12 under or something. And then they're kind of looking at me funny. And I'm like, what did I do? I mean, I knew <laughs> I, like, hit the ball straight, but I don't deserve this sort of attention. Oh and so we back up. And, well, I think it actually might have. I'm trying to think who like revealed what the mystery was to us. Was it Julie? Was it Scotty's mom? I want to say it was. She was like, well, I have to share something with you. Like all the guys are fired up. All of these guys and all the young guys are very, they're like, they, they think they saw something. They think <laughs> they saw you blowing Justin. <laughs> We're definitely getting explicit now. No, this is not. That's just, we're married. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, this is a true story. I guess. They oh think they God. saw something that I don't know if they saw it correctly. And she's like, they think you were blowing Justin on like the 14th fairway. Oh, no, that's oh, T-Box. <laughs> so. I'm crying. <laughs> no, this is a true story. So I'm. And we were like, what? I'm like, whatever do you mean? Me? <laughs> I would never. So then it's it rings a bell. So and this is it all makes sense at this point and it's all going to make sense soon to you guys. So I have to pee so bad. And I I don't know if we were drinking or if we were just like having water or whatever, but I normally have to pee a lot during the day. Like it's absurd. I've had to make Justin like pull and I'm not peeing on the side of the freeway, but find a lot of just bathrooms. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> just So where I think there's maybe only two bath like I don't know like no, Sherwood there was only no has like there one was or no two bathroom little on this course anywhere okay like, there was no bathroom so he's like let's just I'm like I'm just gonna go so I peeled out my pants. hold on the, so on, on the 14th tee box there's these two like bushes that are like and pretty, he was like that's the tall. spot that's and gonna I'm like, be the spot okay you go like go in between the bushes. <laughs> And I'm going to stand over here and like kind of block you out. Yeah. And we're like, this okay. is when I knew he was a real one. And he probably knew that I was a real one in this moment too. <laughs> so by the way, like Sergio and Jordan are like dying laughing at this as well. Like they're just like, oh my God. Like, I mean, court, it wasn't like, like, no just one's fucking, like watch. It wasn't yeah, like a golden but, shower. No, but so she like 
squats down to pee, and I'm like standing in front of her, like blocking because there was li- there was literally a group of high school kids behind us, and so they're looking over, and you're like giving them the thumbs up, like we're all good, yeah. Like, but I think worry, you were like, like <laughs> oh, you were like, yeah, I'm getting. So these kid, these high school kids at the time <laughs> are like totally like thinking that court is just like I just couldn't help myself. I just <laughs> had to. <laughs> and the reality was she was just peeing and I was blocking her off. And then it like by the time we finished, I mean we played four more holes, the kids had like told everyone at the tournament. And so when we were walking off at the end, everyone was like high fiving me and like, <laughs> ah, great job. That was awesome. You're you're the man. And I'm like, what is happening? And lo and behold, they thought court having to pee on the course was uh and something I was like, else. Oh, no, no, I was just peeing in a bush. Like it's <laughs> so much better than it was. But you know, shockingly enough, I didn't get invited back. No, we never got invited. I back. thought I was like the I life think the of the course kicked us both off. <laughs> <laughs> but you won like a digital camera for your long drive. That I was did. your consolation prize. Yeah, they you were didn't like, get the blowy, but you got a digital I actually, camera. <laughs> I actually don't think I won the long drive. They were like, "Here's a camera next time." Like, <laughs> <laughs> take a photo. <laughs> It was so good because I can picture you like, and I feel like I probably peed for like at least two minutes because I pee for a really long time, like an absurd amount of time. And I think I remember you being like, yeah, like the guys were waving to you and they were like, right on. And you were like, we're good. Like, no worries. (laughs) Like, we're all straight. And then like, just giving the thumbs up. And so I think they thought you were like, yeah, (laughs) just really doing it. I don't know. I mean. How did I ever forget about that story? So, Yeah. yeah, it's funny that. I mean, well, maybe if it would have happened the way that everyone thought it was, I would have been invited back to golf with you. Maybe. Every time we'd probably be a member at every country club in town or be kicked out. I don't know. You're you're a classy girl, Court. You're a classy girl. You're not giving blowies on the (laughs) e-box. You're just taking a piss. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways. Anyways. You wrote me in and you told me that... (laughs) I could come to golf. So that sparked your dreams to get on the LPGA tour. No, for real. And I even got like T-bone, <laughs> not sexually, but I got T-bone the day before. Remember I was driving to work Oh yeah. and I was so sore Bad. and I still went. Yeah. I still went and played. I battled through. I was like happy Gilmore when he gets crushed by the Volkswagen. Then he makes his shot. Happy lookout. Happy lookout. Volkswagen. That was me. Yeah. The day before. And I still played. Oh, man. What a story. I can't believe I forgot about that. (laughs) So I continued my classic classic court. Classic court having a pee in a bush. (laughs) I love it. So, in continuing with courts, sports saga that we've talked about, I feel like a lot already this year. In addition to our golfing journey in Cabo, I finally got you for the first time in 10 years to pitch to me. I've pitched to you before. No, that's a lie. On the field in Arizona during spring training. Okay, well, pitch to me for the first time since I thought I could hit a home run. Oh, okay. Yeah, true. That's true. I think But we were using like, so we were down in Cabo. They had a baseball field at the place we were at. And sure enough, there was bats and balls out and I what was do you, like, i was like what do you know a perfect right, opportunity right after we played pickleball we're like court you want to go hit some balls the field was how far was the field 
left left field was 270. So my eyes were just further than wide, further than softball, but not as far as a major league stadium. I was pissed there weren't baseballs, but they were softballs and they were actual like softballs. They were like freaking mush. They weren't even like hard. Yeah. So I I don't even count it. It's, I mean, you, you took some good hacks, but you weren't going to hit these balls far, no matter what. I, I barely was hitting balls out of the infield when you pitched to me. Yeah, my timing was... I got my timing down pretty quickly, though. No, it was good. You had the leg kick. Yeah. I think... Don't you have, like, video, like, doing the whole, like... Your warm-up routine? Yeah. Yeah. No, I can do it. I felt better, actually, because I think you started to get to me thinking about me hitting a home run and, like, a lot of voices in my head and just, like, a lot of haters and a lot of doubters over the last couple of weeks, and I think... Actually being out there and, you know, stepping into the batter's box and you pitching to me and I was able to put it more into perspective and I think it's possible. All right. I'm not going to. And I asked you after if you thought that me hitting that day made you believe in me more or less and you said a little more, which you might have just wanted to blow on the golf course, but. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I said, I believe I said, I definitely think you can go deep on a softball field. Oh, well, I heard it differently in my head, I think. I heard you're going to go all the way, baby, and I love oh. you and I support you. That's whether exactly, you want to join the LPGA exactly tour or whether said. you want to That's exactly what I said. home run hitter. So, I don't know. It felt good. I think we need to get baseballs. I'm all for this being a documentary and it being my made, my uh, MTV made episode. Let's pitch it to ESPN, 30 for 30. Court goes deep. <laughs> Airing right after Jordan rides the bus <laughs> is Court Goes Deep, which could also be mistaken for a porno. Well, no, that would be the opposite. Yeah. I don't know where, you, where you're trying to go with that. but um. I just feel like if someone sees the show Court Goes Deep, they're not going to. Well, it could be the other hole. Not the what is happening? Where are you right now? <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> okay. Next, I meant like uh, next bullet point. No, I'm kidding. I meant <laughs> upstairs. But anyways. Yes, I know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's talk about the Super Bowl. <laughs> this is for sure getting an explicit rating. So to conclude our trip, we we're actually supposed to come back before the Super Bowl. Saturday. Yeah, but we stayed and there was a Super Bowl party. Honestly, the sports, we just could not escape the sports every single day. We were so active. We were paddleboarding. Oof, paddleboarding. Which I might need to post the clip of you paddleboarding. Oh, no. Yeah, it would definitely go good with that TikTok. So pickleball, paddleboarding, swimming, softball, field goal kicks, and Golf. golf. And is that all we did? We were throwing the football around in the pool. We couldn't stop. But yeah. anyways, so the Super Bowl. Watching it down there. I don't know why it's become such a thing at a lot of the hotels and resorts, but it's a thing down there. It's big. Yeah, they set up a huge TV outside by the pool, and they had tables, and, <clears throat> and they had tables. Like, that's like a big selling point. Of course they had tables. Well, no, because I think... I don't know. I would never think of watching a Super Bowl at like a hotel or a resort when you're traveling. I always just think people have Super Bowl parties at home or they're going to the game or like you're watching it at a bar. So I don't I don't know. I just never. And we went a few times, obviously, down 
to Cabo and washed it there. So I know it's a thing now, but I just never, I think the tables and the whole setup and the spread is obviously. No, it was great. Worth noting. One of the things that was really cool about this hotel down there was the watching them prepare for the events. Like there was like a wedding that weekend. And then we were sitting in the pool watching them um, build the like setup for the welcome party. I love watching. And they were the like, event space being oh my set God, up. it was, cr- they were so good. And like, we're literally in the pool watching them, put it all together. Great. And then by the time we came back from dinner, it was already taken down. Like they work so fast. So the Super Bowl setup was spectacular. I mean, there was like a whole buffet. You're missing the fact that we're in the pool for an entire wedding that happened right in front of our very eyes. And they're like, can you move a little to the side so you're not in the drone footage? And we're just like sitting in the beer, in the beer, sitting in the pool, drinking a beer, like about to be a part of this person's wedding album for decades to come. It was like, wasn't he like, he was like the former manager of Nickelback was getting married. Yeah. So I always actually... Not made fun of you because like who doesn't love some Nickelback? But right. I think it's like a running joke that if you like Nickelback, it's like a running joke. I don't know. So you'd went to a Nickelback concert right before we met in New York. Yes. And we're eating breakfast Jason one Bay morning at the hotel and someone came up and was like, hey, I took a photo with you at the Nickelback concert. Ten years ago. Madison Square Garden. And you actually took a photo with my son. And there he is right there. You were holding him in the photo. And now he's 12. <laughs> and he was like sitting there eating his cereal and I was like oh my god and I almost said I remember making fun of you for going to that concert but I was obviously not wanting to be rude and then he was like the man the former manager of Nickelback is actually getting married here well the kicker about that story is like when I handed you my kid to take a picture I told you his name was Johnny and his last name was like Knox something Knox Knox bomb or something I don't, <laughs> I don't remember the last name exactly but I guess when I grabbed his kid, I was like, oh, taking a picture with Johnny Knox. And he's like, and that's still his nickname to this day. Like all of his buddies, everyone calls him Johnny Knox. Like you gave this, you gave my son his nickname 10 yeah. years ago and had no idea. So you had to snap the recreated photo. You didn't hold Johnny in I didn't photo, hold Johnny. He's 12 but, now. But you did. The I took the photo. And they were like, you have to be in the photo. I was like, I wasn't in the photo 10 years ago. I can't be in the photo now. Yeah. So. But we witnessed the wedding and... They literally like made us move back out of the pool. Well, the, the bride <laughs> made her entrance. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. I bet a lot of people are in a lot of the wedding photos from there. But anyway, so Super Bowl. <laughs> back to happened. Super Bowl setup. It was great. It was awesome. The setup. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about the setup. The game wasn't awesome? No, there was like couches and tables and food and drinks and it like... They, they did a good job. It was like a full-blown, like, party outside. It was crazy. Yeah. I took a nap through the first quarter. I'm not going to lie to anyone and say otherwise. I get wiped out from being in the sun, and I just thought, if I'm going to get a nap in, I can't do it during halftime or during the second half. So I'm going to just sneak in a cat nap in the beginning. And then I made my way back down and watched the rest of the game. And I have to say, I don't think I missed... I mean, I saw the first couple minutes and I saw always like the pregame stuff, but I don't know. Just had to take care of myself. It was a good game. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I don't know. I got nervous. Well, I don't know. I again, like I said, I didn't have like a horse in the race, so I wasn't. I haven't, but I haven't had a horse in the race in a long time, but probably what, 15 years. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> 
I noticed like when the Rams scored first, they were showing everyone like losing their mind and they're like, oh my gosh, they're celebrating. And obviously you're freaking going nuts and celebrating like Super Bowl touchdowns. Like obviously you want to, but it seemed like the broadcast was like, oh, they, they like have it in the bag and they, and then I got nervous because what happened in, was it the Falcons game? Yep. When the broadcasters like, oh, they've won and da 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 da, and like didn't happen that way, but obviously it happened that way. But I just got nervous. I don't know. I'm very like I celebrate, and we like obviously go crazy. But I just get I don't know. Well, the Rams' mo this whole time has been like dominate the first half and then really struggle to the second half and let other teams back in, and yeah, that's kind of what happened. But I don't know. I thought it was a good game. I thought the refs were really good about like letting them play until the yeah. last drive. Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not saying that they weren't penalties or were penalties, but it seemed like all of a sudden the last four minutes, a lot of flags came out and I, know, I just hate, that's what I love about baseball is like, I mean, obviously the umpires are calling balls and strikes, but like the game just happened. You can't like really blame it on the umpires, right? Like, <laughs> You can, no, but no, like you kidding, can't really blame it on the umpires. And then no, I agree. it just left like a, it just left like a whole topic of conversation was of, oh, did the, did the refs want the Rams to win? Is that why right. they threw the flags? And it's just like takes away from like, you know, them winning the championship. Like they won, they, they won the game. Like it doesn't matter what happened. Like they won the game and right. it, I just hate that there's that like aspect of it. Like, Oh, they threw the flags. It wasn't a penalty. NFL wanted the Rams to win. Like blah, blah, like that whole narrative. I, I, I feel I like that like. always happens though. Like something will, it'll look like something was supposed to be, I don't know, but I, it was funny that I didn't even notice. I definitely noticed during the season of, like, okay, there's a ton of penalties and gosh, you can't even get through 20 seconds of the game without there being a flag. And it's just, you almost look for one now and the players do it too. Like anything happens and they're just like looking around like, come on flag. Cause it's just come to expect. And then I think with this Super Bowl, we were just chugging along and I don't even think I realized it. And then I, then when that drive happened, I was like, oh, we really haven't had that many flags penalties the whole game so even the Cincinnati touchdown to start the second half when Jalen Ramsey got tugged down by his face mask yeah like they didn't even call a penalty on that no right so like it's like holy crap like they're really letting these guys play yeah which is nice ish I mean obviously you want guys to be safe and all of that but what do you think of the halftime show I loved it I loved it that was like I know you were like when we met you were like a big Eminem guy I mean I saw Eminem in concert when I was in middle school so I'm all the, not the whole show not the whole show was Eminem like Eminem stan but me growing oh, stan, up. An, an Eminem stan did you see what I did there yeah stan get what a it? song I know you love that one too yeah it was good I mean Dre Snoop Eminem 50 hanging upside down for three minutes or whatever <laughs> i would have puked <laughs> i can't all I, the memes all the memes were great for i that, just cannot do a inversion i just can't do it the whole show was spectacular i think like and the details were were great like having them in their own little sections on the rooftops yeah um was cool i think a little detail like on the field like the city of los angeles with like the streets and the lights like lit up i like like that that was that was awesome and it just took me back to being a kid and growing up and in la i don't know chronic 
the album? <laughs> I think it, I I heard that it usually a lot of people flip away during halftime or the viewership goes down a ton and they said it stayed oh, yeah. just right under what it was for the game. Some people go to the Puppy Bowl or I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> other channels have like rival halftime shows, but they said it stayed stayed up there and it was the most watched um, sporting event in I don't know how many years, but they it was good. I mean, I think that for a long, long time, there, the artist seemed ancient to younger people. Yeah. <laughs> and I think they're on track of making sure that people are interested. In well, his. they weren't necessarily like spring chickens out, th- out there performing, but I think it was more relevant to... To, yeah, uh, the, but I to think a that they span more so. generations and yeah. obviously like more entertaining. No, for sure, for sure. It was it was good. I enjoyed it. I I was bobbing my head. Maybe vibing. Maybe crib walking a little bit in my chair. You know, <laughs> knees weak, arms were heavy, <laughs> palms were sweaty. <laughs> when I heard that starting, I was like, oh my gosh, um, you. We're close on your prediction of the final score. I was so close. It ended up being 23-20. And what did you say, 27-23? 27-24. Oh, 27-24. Oh, there was the missed. Um, oh, no. PAT. There was. Well, that would have been on, right? Yep. On the Rams side. Missed the. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been 24-20. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I said 27-24. And I thought it was going to, I, I thought there was going to be a field goal to win it. So I was wrong on that and a little short on the score. So yeah. if you pick the under from my prediction, you won. Yeah. It was a good game. It's, I don't know. It's, it's I miss football already. I'm ready. Well, I'm obviously very, very, very ready for baseball, but I don't know. I just love, I love when football, I love fantasy football more than anything. So you're ready for next season. You just want the draft. I know. I think I you just another love shot. the draft. I need another shot after you dethroned me in my league and well, I was never on the throne, but Took me out in the final week, and I got screwed in the wives' league from people not setting their lineups. If any of you are listening, there will <laughs> be strict punishments <laughs> next season. That's right. But I don't know. The Super Bowl is like cozy fall, winter vibes, and I don't know. But it was good. I will say that I am slightly embarrassed for the people, hope no one gets mad at me, that uh, had to redecorate the Hollywood sign to say, Rams woes. I think the intention <laughs> was there. I'm not a hater. I'm sure I, people will be mad. At, and even you saying anything about like the officials or anything with the Rams, I get it. Everyone is very fired up about it. But I don't know. I just have to say, as someone that moved to LA out of high school, the Hollywood sign, I remember driving from Indiana. And when I saw the Hollywood sign, off of the 101 for the first time. It's just such a magical feeling of butterflies in my soul. And it is iconic. And I think the only other time I've seen it change, someone changed it to like Hollyweed or something. And it was some like weed delivery prank or something. I don't really yeah, but know it was what a it was. Prank. It wasn't or like, like Holly tits. What Holly what was it? Someone did something. It was like a Hollywood sign prank. Do you remember this? I don't remember. But I think if you're gonna oh Hollyweed oh and then someone did Holly Boob I had both yeah. of them down. You said seriously, tits. I'm available for bar trivia, everyone. If you ever need a third, she is good. But 
Yep, they did Holly boob. There it is. Look at that. Six people arrested after briefly altering the Hollywood sign to say Hollywood boob. Um, so <laughs> I don't know. I just was sad. It took like a full, it took like 36 hours and it just to see it in disarray like that just broke my heart. And it didn't land well. I don't know. I just think the Lakers have won. The Kings have won. The Dodgers have won. And just out of nowhere, I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. And it was ever changed for any of those teams in the past. I don't no. think it was. I'm all about the Rams. Congrats to the Rams do it but I just the execution was poor and I think it was kind of embarrassing that's all I'm gonna say yeah execution <laughs> was poor I think it was a I don't know a precedent or a tradition that I don't think needed to be set especially again pump for the Rams players pump for all of them but like you know in 94 when I was 10 years old like the Rams moved out of LA and then they just came back and it's us. like it's like, okay, are we, like, trying extra hard to, like, Yeah, I think that could be it. Or, like, what like what are we doing? Like, I think there are definitely a lot of fans, especially now that they had a great season. There'll be a lot of fans and a lot of new fans or a lot yeah. of old fans that came back because, obviously, when they left, you were a Dolphins fan, and so you'll remain a Dolphins fan, but maybe it'll attract more people. Um I don't know. I just, it was strange because. That was strange. I didn't like it. It was just a lot. I don't think you mess with the Hollywood sign. Like that's like the most iconic thing in LA. Right? Also, sidebar, but did the Hollywood sign used to have lights on it or is that just like in the movies? Because I think that's just in the movies. Dark at night, but I think there used to be those spotlights that you'd think existed and that doesn't exist. I don't know. But anyways, so let's just wrap that up in a nice package. Don't hate on us if you're a Rams fan. We support you. And we are happy for the city of L.A. and happy for the Rams fans. I just think, I don't know. That was a little bizarre to me. A little bizarre. But I think that's going to do it. Is that it already? We just chatted away about all things sports. Wow. I'm excited, though, because next week I will be sharing – my experience with my trying something new February challenge. Oh, that's a good one. And we watched some shows. We binged Tinder Swindler. So we got to talk about that. And then I actually want to watch, I think it's called Inventing Anna. So if you haven't watched those, watch them. And maybe we'll give our thoughts and opinions on them. Inventing Anna. Interesting. Oh, you haven't even heard about that one. Never heard of it. No. Well, we're going to do it, and that's going to do it. And friendly reminder, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. We appreciate all your feedback. Are you laughing and smiling at me because I I'm got negative feedback this week? And No, I'm just thinking about this episode. It was a wild one. I mean. It was a roller coaster. I told you, being <laughs> with me with sports is a roller coaster. Oh, man. Of laughs and emotions. I was just talking downs. about the golf course story. I'm still crying over that. <laughs> well, let us know what you thought about the fourth tee box or 14th tee box. Never forget the 14th <laughs> tee box. I don't and remember what golf course it was, but I don't even remember where it was. They might have been. Know. It might be closed down. They might have had to shut oh, their doors. Uh, I thought you were laughing because I got some feedback. You did, but it's okay. I'm fine with it, and I'm taking it into consideration, and yeah. everything is fine. But thank you all again for listening, and we will talk to you all next week. We can't wait. See ya. Bye. Boom.
Bum, 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 bum,